Hello, Mama. Thank you for being here. Welcome, welcome. This is Matrescence Awakening with Kieran Lee, and I'm your host, Kieran, coming at you with this recording from a cozy Sunday morning. My girls are with their dad, and I'm taking the opportunity to jump in nice and early into my day, get some recordings done while I'm feeling really inspired to bring this out into the world. And so, yeah, I'm excited to dive in and talk a little bit about courage. So I have spoken quite a bit um, recently about showing up bravely, taking big action, how you can do that, tips to do that. And I'm going to going to reference those other pieces of the puzzle um, throughout this episode. So don't worry, you'll have some context around stuff if you've maybe missed it or you want to go back and re-listen to how this all kind of ties together. Because I feel like this piece that I'm going to speak to today about courage really is a bit of that missing link between showing up in a way where you are taking bold action to live in an expansive way, live within your values, live within your joy. So I'm going to dive straight into it instead of like being clickbaity and chatty the whole time. And then I'm just going to expand on it and and go through some examples of how this might show up as well. So when you think about showing up in a courageous way, so doing that big, bold, scary action, it is not just that one act or that one action that you are showing up courageously for. It is the courage for all of the roots that are being laid from taking that one act. It is understanding that there is an absolute infinite network of possibilities for you, available to you when you show up courageously. So instead of thinking about this one thing that you want to do, whatever it is, that is calling you into a place of courage and getting stuck in the spiral of how hard it is, how uncomfortable it feels, how challenging it is, and thinking that it's not worth it right? The uncomfortable space that that one conversation or that one act will take you to might not be worth it. Opening up to the expansiveness that can actually come from stepping into that place. And it is a complete place of unknown. And I understand that that can also feel scary in itself, but it can also be a really, really exciting place. If you are open up to the possibility that you have no idea where that one courageous act could take you, what route that starts to lay. And so it creates this openness and expansiveness within the universe because it starts to show the universe that you are really committed to taking bold action and being courageous for the things that are really important to you. And when we take that action, this is that part of the work that is showing up halfway for the universe. The universe is 100% working for you in bringing you opportunities, um, uh, bringing things into your awareness that you might have ordinarily missed, showing you the way, really guiding you in that way bringing you the things that you want to manifest, but you need to do your work to show up. And when you can show up from that place of courageousness, it is so much easier for the universe to meet you and say, I see you. I see what you're doing. I see the way you're showing up. So let's keep this ball rolling, right? So you need to kind of do that work to meet that universe and showing up courageously is a really, really powerful way to do that. 
it's also not necessarily just that one courageous act that is that is um, planting these roots. You might have to do a number of different courageous acts to start preparing your body, preparing your mind, preparing your soul, preparing your nervous system for something bigger that is coming that you might not be able to see or grasp or have the concept of yet. But there's this little yearning inside of you that there is more. There is more here that you're made for. There's more here that you want to do. There's more impact you want to make. You're just not quite sure what that is yet. But when you can follow those things that are really calling you into that place of courageousness, it might just be part of the picture of bringing that bigger vision into reality. So for me, there are so many moments in my life that have felt so divine and have felt, I felt so held and so looked after and so guided by the universe. And I can look back and I can see all of the different moments and the different paths and the different routes that have been laid at different times over years and years and years that have allowed me to be in this place and really appreciate it for what it is. So there's always a lot working, a lot going on. When we think about the root system of a tree, you know, it it goes in so many different directions. We don't know where a root's going to end or where it's going to continue growing. And if we can really tap into that expansiveness, oh, it's an exciting place to be. (laughs) Yes. Also, it can be overwhelming and scary, but it's about finding those comfortable edges and um, a beautiful lady that I used to work with and and she's been my my coach and and my mentor, Tracy Spencer, she talks about this this version of a draft copy. So she says when you, you know, want to do something and it feels scary, if you see it as a draft copy, it removes that pressure of having to get it perfectly and you know that you're going to need to build the capacity to expand into that version that you want. So if, for example, you see yourself making a lot of impact in the world through being on stage and speaking to hundreds of women in in, um, a theatre, well, your draft copy would be, you know, starting with those community events, starting a podcast, really knowing that each of the times that you show up in that courageous way, it is moving you towards that vision that you either hold or that you're yet to actually grasp the concept of what it is. So, The other thing that ties into this as well is are you able to lean into trust of the timing of these roots growing? And that can be, again, a frustrating place to be when we're so conditioned to be able to get things now. You know, we live in a world right now, in a materialistic world right now, where we can get almost anything at the snap of a finger delivered straight to our door. Oh, my God, my client told me, yesterday in a session that they have drones delivering food to people. Drones delivering food to people, right? It's <laughs> not. Oh my goodness, that just blows my mind. We are we are living in the future. We're living in a world where we get things instantaneously. But we know that when it comes to plants and flowers, these things take time. They need to be watered. They need to be nurtured. They need sunlight. They need to be given time and attention and space. And the more that we show up for that plant growing, the more it's going to thrive. Now, of course, you can like overwater it. 
and kill it with kindness. So we don't need to be going like to the other extreme, but it's about trusting the timing and the spaciousness that is required within that timing. Because each courageous act that you take, your body is going to have an adjustment period to go through of your nervous system adjusting into that and and feeling into safety in that. And that needs spaciousness, that needs time to be able to settle and become your new normal. So not thinking that each courageous act is going to instantly bring you the things that you desire straight away, but it is going to increase your capacity to hold more, to push the edges more, to lean into trust more, to lean into support more, right? It's it's that slow stretching process. And yeah. What else do I want to say about that? I think that's kind of it for that sort of wrap up, but I want to go into some examples of how this might show up. I'm going to share some um, examples for me, and then I'm just going to share some general ones that you might be feeling or tapping into just to kind of open up the possibilities of where these sorts of things may take you. So for me, I had absolutely no idea where my roots would grow when I asked for a separation. If you've listened to that episode, the very first episode that I released on this podcast where I shared about my story, you'll know that it was something that I had been exploring. But when I asked for the separation, I didn't know it was going to happen that day. I didn't actually know it was going to happen at all, let alone on that day. I thought that I would just continue working on myself and that would kind of improve the way that I wanted to show up in my marriage. But I just one day had to basically build up the courage enough to do what I felt like needed to be done. And I had no idea what life would look like afterwards. It felt like I was in complete free fall because there was no plan. There was no no idea where I would be living, where I'd be getting my money from. And the one thing that supported me was just this deep trust that this is the path that I was supposed to be on and that my roots would grow and they would grow grow strong. And so I didn't know how long that would take. I didn't know what that would look like, who would be supporting me, how I would support myself. I didn't know any of that. But there was that trust there that the spaciousness that I would receive would allow those roots to grow and would allow me to learn about myself more and what was important to me and what impact I wanted to make in the world and how I wanted to show up. And so those roots have continued to grow in so many different directions. And there's so many elements that are kind of coming together and merging. And there's so many parts that are in their embryonic stages of growth. And I'm so excited for you know, what is to come in my future because I've got so many ideas and, and so many things that I'm I'm just so inspired to bring and create and, and show up for. And I'm just really trusting that those roots are guiding me and they're holding me and they're grounding me. Something else um, a little bit smaller than that, than asking for a separation, Um, but which has definitely been part of that journey, is something that I'm kind of living at the moment. And I, I just love looking back and seeing how each of these pieces connect together into where I am. And so about a year and a half ago, I put a post in a Facebook group asking about something that I wanted some information on. 
um, and some support over. And a really lovely lady commented on that and she offered to meet up in person and chat more about what I was asking about. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, let's do that. So we met up and we've developed a friendship since then. And so I, a couple of months ago, I went along to an event with her. And if you're a regular on my, my Instagram, this was an event that started at like, I think it started at 8.30 or it started at nine o'clock or something like so late, too late for me. (laughs) And I was like, how the fuck am I going to be able to stay awake and lively for an event? Anyway, I did. It was fine. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. But I went along to this event and I just had an absolute ball dancing on the dance floor. So I'm not drinking at the moment. I haven't drunk since um, for probably over six months, I think. Just uh, a a personal decision that I'm, I'm sticking with for now. I don't really see an end in sight. I don't have any desire to drink, but you know, if that desire comes, then that's fine. I I can drink no problem. It's not, I'm not strict in my soberness, but just a really conscious decision that it's not serving me right now. And so going along to an event where I knew um, my friend and her partner and no one else, and you know, they knew a lot of people going to the event. So that would ordinarily have been such a anxiety-inducing event for me, excuse me, but I have done so much work in being able to show up for things that really excite me and not having to wait for people in my life to show up with me. So I will often go to events by myself, to, to healing events, to connection events, to circles, and I actually feel really comfortable going to events now and not knowing anybody. And so that's part of that way that has supported me in showing up for that, right? So those roots of me having that courage to go to those events, I could really feel had had supported me here. And so we went along to the event um, and I was just having so much fun on the dance floor. I like danced for hours. And I know for me now, when I dance, I feel in my flow, in my zone. It brings me so much joy. And I'm not talking about like just like little bopping around like I used to do when I was at the clubs because, you know, that's what you do, like the little two-step shuffle. I'm talking about like fully opening and expressing myself. And so I was at an event with people who were drinking and there was probably drugs. I don't know, <laughs> probably. Um And people were on the dance floor, but I felt really safe and comfortable at that event to just dance for myself. I wasn't trying to show off. I wasn't trying to impress anybody. I wasn't trying to pick up. I was just there, just completely in my joy. And I know that moment happened because I had allowed myself the courage to show up to ecstatic dance events. Now, the first time I went to an ecstatic dance, if you don't know what that is, it is essentially um, a sober drug-free space um, where you go and you just fully open up and express through dance for like three hours. The first time I went to one, I had I actually didn't know what I was getting myself in for. And to be honest, if I had have known what I was getting myself in for, there is probably no fucking way I would have gone to one of those events because that just sounded terrifying, having to just fully open up and express myself through dance. I knew I had the desire there, but I didn't feel comfortable enough within myself to do it. 
And so <laughs> I went along to this first event and I kind of looked around and saw what was happening because I would watch like videos and stuff of ecstatic dance events and I'd just be like, hell no. It evoked so much discomfort within me. I was like, there's no fucking way I would ever do that. And every time I say I will never do something, you know what happens? It ends up being that gateway to my liberation. (laughs) So what are you telling yourself you'll never do? Because it's probably something you should explore. (laughs) But I went on to this and I was just like, what the fuck have I done? I almost turned around and walked out. But I was like, okay, Kieran, you're here. What happens if you just allow yourself to two-step right now? (laughs) Just allow yourself to two-step, just to do it. And uh, I did that and then I, you know, slowly allowed myself to open up more and the one that I went to was really great because they kind of went through some activities where you – practice different movements. You practice, you know, taking up as much space as you can. You practice movements being as small as they can. And so it was a kind of like guided process into me being open to that process. But at the end of of that event, that first event that I went to, I was like, this is amazing. And so I've been along to um, quite a few since then as well. And I love just being able to show up and express in that way. And so I know because of that, I was able to just be in such joy at this event where I didn't really know anybody, where I was sober and I knew other people were drinking and just be able to show up and, and find joy in that in my own space, in my own bubble, instead of, you know, discomfort or running away from that. And so because I was having so much fun on the dance floor, I met someone there and we were just having so much fun dancing. And um, I would love to get out and and go dancing more in terms of, um, you know, like just going out for an evening dance or whatever, as opposed to a set class. But I, we changed, exchanged numbers and we were planning to go out dancing together, but they actually told me about a class they do go to, um, which I kind of saw it and I was like, oh, it, it looks, it looks so cool. But all these fears and all these doubts started flooding into my mind of like, I don't have the coordination for that. I'm not cool enough for that. Like, I'm going to look like a complete dickhead all these things come flooding in. And then I was like, no, you know what? Like I can do this. I have the capacity to be able to go and show up and feel a bit like a dickhead for a little moment because I know that actually these things that scare me the most, particularly when it comes to dancing, are often part of what liberates me. And so I'm going along to these dance classes and yes, I don't feel cool enough to be there, but I'm still showing up knowing that that's just like a construct, right? Coolness is just a construct. Who who decides what is cool and who's not, who's not cool? <laughs> and so I allow myself to be there and I've met some other really incredible people. And so what's going to come of that? I don't know. Is there going to be friends there? Are they going to open me up to new and other possibilities um, and exciting opportunities? Am I going to like... I don't know. It's it's so it's such an exciting place to be, to be so open to the idea that things can flow in a way that we don't have to have the answers. We don't have to know what what's coming next or who's gonna give what to us. It's just 
the idea of being open. And I think that's something that I really want to highlight here as part of this conversation is it's not doing these courageous acts thinking, what am I going to get out of it? What is that person going to give me? What is that person going to open me to? What is that decision going to lead me to? It's just about trusting that there are roots that will continue to grow and being open to that instead of coming at it from a space of that uh, that's like really grabby of I'm going to get something out of it here. Just knowing that you are expanding your capacity to show up courageously should be enough. It should be enough that you feel like you are living within your values, living within your joy. And yeah, just staying open and curious and not being shut off. If something feels scary, but a little bit exciting, not being shut off to it. Really important because that's just what helps those roots continue to grow. So some other ways that, you know, you might want to try and show up courageously or that you feel like you might want to or or explore. Can you lean into courage in trying a new spiritual tool or a personal growth tool? I almost guarantee that the first time you try these new things, you're going to feel like a dickhead because you don't yet have the evidence to show that it's worth it. When you start having to change the way that you think, it feels so uncomfortable for your ego, for your mind. It doesn't like that. It doesn't like being pushed. It likes to stay in that safe space, that safe zone. So it's going to make you feel like a bit of a dickhead when you try to bring in things to support your growth. So that's okay. But can you trust that courage of showing up? Can you trust that you don't know why you're doing it right now, but you trust that it is for a reason. Because there's so many times I've thought, why the fuck am I doing this? And then it becomes clear months, years later. Do you have the courage to release a friendship? Knowing that when you do, you're creating space. And then knowing that when you have that space, you're going to be able to prioritize your time differently that reprioritization of time is going to open you up to more things. It might bring you, you know, new ideas to bring to the world, new hobbies that you want to try, new friends that you deepen your connection with. And so really being able to trust that spaciousness that comes with the release is so important and it can be challenging. And if you are in a space right now where you are feeling lonely, where you do have maybe more spaciousness than what you feel comfortable with, I have an episode to support you. It's called How Your Loneliness Can Support You, and I will link that in the show notes for you. So if you're in that bit of a void right now where you're like, oh, like I don't know if I have the courage to continue on the path of trusting my values and, and knowing that something great is coming, that would be a really good episode to support you. Do you have the courage to reach out to that person that is in business and ask for that collaboration that is on your heart, trusting that perhaps the impact that you can have together when you join forces with someone else is going to be far reaching and far beyond than what you can actually envisage right now? We don't know the depth of creation when we start in in a collaborative space with somebody And that in itself is so exciting. And perhaps it's not necessarily the idea that you have that is going to make impact, but maybe it's something else, right? Maybe it's something they are just part of the vision 
that you don't have and your soul is calling you towards that collaboration because it knows that that is a piece of the puzzle for you that is missing, that they are part of the journey, part of those steps towards creating that impact. Do you have the courage to ask for a pay rise knowing that it is going to bring so much more to your family? What family holidays does that create for you? What happens on those family holidays? Who do you meet on those family holidays? How does that impact the way that your children see the world when you go out exploring on holidays together? How does that impact the way that your children grow and show up and live their life because they had parents who took them on these holidays, that expanded their worldview, that opened them to new cultures. So for yourself and for your kids, you know, there is so much impact just from having the courage to ask for a pay rise when you know that you deserve it, when you know that you show up in a way that, you know, honours that that pay rise. And, yeah, there's so much more. There is so many. It's just infinite possibilities. But I hope that that's really kind of expanded your awareness in understanding that there is so much that can't be seen when we step into a place of courage. And I really also want to acknowledge here that it isn't about. I would. I would never encourage anyone to show up courageously in a way that completely throws their system into overdrive into dysregulation, into feeling super unsafe. And so safety for me in these things is a really important um, aspect and part of the conversation. And so I speak a lot more to this and tips on how you can support yourself in that slow expansion of showing up courageously. So there's two episodes I want to um, link you to. So there's one that is, um, it's called Eight Tips to Taking Brave Bold Action or something, something like that. And that is about um, really practical tips on how you can show up from that courageous place. And that's more about things um, like asking for a pay rise or having a difficult conversation. So things that are uh, seen as, I guess, more normal, um, it's not necessarily breaking any glass ceilings or or boxes that are seen as like really abnormal. The other one that I want to link you to is called Breaking the Mold, Four Tips to Making Decisions That Go Against the Norm. So this one is really specifically about decisions that you're trying to make or courageous acts that you're trying to um, do that really are outside of that typical normal societal um, path or journey. So, you know, your family and friends would not be making the decision that you're trying to make. And there can sometimes be a lot of pushback from family and friends thinking that you're you're silly, you're making the wrong decision, it's not the right choice. So if you're kind of up against that, that is its own special, unique breed of courage. And so that episode would really serve you. But if it's just something that is like it's scary, but it's not really outside of that, then then have a look at the other episode. That's eight tips to the um, Brave Bold Action, to taking Brave Bold Action. And that is not to say that those things are less impactful or less important. They 100% are, um, but I, I just want to really make that kind of distinction between those two episodes. So you might want to listen to both. You might be more pulled to one but I will link those in the show notes for you. 
I want to just finish with a quote that I have seen by um, Meg Cabot. I think you pronounce her last name. She is an author. She wrote The Princess Diaries, I mean, among many other amazing things. But she had um, she said this quote, courage is not the absence of fear, but rather the judgment that something else is more important than fear. The brave may not live forever, but the cautious do not live at all. And so I really love this concept of courage is a choice that something is actually really more important than my fear that is holding, excuse me, holding me back right now. And so if that's something that you take forward that supports you, I hope, I hope it, yeah, I hope it supports you in being able to take some really exciting, slightly scary change, finding those comfortable edges. So thank you for being here. Thanks for listening to my story. Thank you for your beautiful feedback that you share in my DMs. I love it. Please do come and chat to me more about if this episode resonated with you. And as always, I will really strongly request that if you love this episode or others, please do hit that follow button on the app that you're listening to, leave a review. It really, really, truly makes the world of difference. So, Go forth, my courageous mama. I believe in you. You can do this. I'm cheering you on. Until next time, big love to you. Bye. Bye.